Blog Talk Radio. George Gamond, and welcome to the show. I'm doing this a little differently. I'm doing the show by candlelight. You can't see. Imagine just two candles in a darkened room and me. Well, I'm going to have some fun. We're back to relationships. Well, that's where my focus has been on lately is relationships, all kinds of relationships. Today is more about how to improve relationships with your significant other, mostly your significant other, I guess it would be. That would be the one, whether it be husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, significant, whatever you call them, you know, it's your choice, right? Whatever you want to call them. So, yes, whatever you call each other. So we did some of those the last couple of days. We did some on Friday. Yesterday's, today's Tuesday. Well, already. So I'm getting all excited. I got all hyped up. I'm listening to an old band from the 19, late 60s, early 70s called Poco. Kind of a country rock. If you ever get a chance to check out some of their CDs or music or whatever, streaming from Poco. If you're into kind of rock, country, kind of, and they have kind of a little bit of a Grateful Dead energy because this one song I was listening to, it's an, primarily an extended instrumental for about 18 minutes with a the greatest slide guitar player I've ever heard. I mean, maybe there are better. But Rusty Young was one of the greatest slide guitar players. He could make it sound like an organ or whatever he wanted to make it sound like. So Poco, check it out. It's where Jim Messina started, you know, Loggins and Messina. Um, Also, Timothy B. Schmidt of Eagles fame. That's where he started. So it's a great band. Richie Fure, who, well, off in a whole different direction, you know, Christian rock and just, you know, uh, the Rusty Young band. And I think he played a little bit with Stephen Stills, but I'm not sure about that one. So, okay, great music, having fun, getting all inspired, all cranked up for a great show. Oh, we'll get into my writing today. Oh, boy, yes. Back into finishing a section that I had left off months ago. It's about, well, about religion. <laughs> it's about sacred writings and what source has to say or my spirit guides have to say about what we what religion is presenting us today in writings maybe i should read the section for you next time we'll do that but let me let me channel my spirit guides and maybe they'll talk about that or maybe they'll talk about relationships i don't know where they're going to go today because we had this great session today of writing about how to identify sacred scriptures that are meaningful for us today in our world. And so maybe they'll talk about that. That's That would be cool. Then we'll get into relationships and see where we're going from there. And I'm having a great time. How about you? Are you having some fun? Life is good. So I take your calls. We'll talk about relationships. We'll talk about your particular situations. We'll let my spirit guides. I would love to channel for you what they have to say about your relationships, whatever they may be. Where are they going? Have they? How are they? Where the? You know, all that sort of thing. Why, when, where, and how, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Or the other expression is yada yada yada. But that's more about okay. What does my spirit guides have to say to you about your relationships? Yes, I do a lot of psychic work, or intuitive work, or whatever you call it, and 
relationships are probably the number one thing. Jobs are number two. Relationships are always number one. But I'm amazed at people who call in who have been in a relationship for months and years and they know have no idea where it's going. They have no clue because their partner will never open up, but their partner won't let them go. And they won't, you know, it's, it's just a weird dynamic. So I'm, I'm just kind of like, okay, so there, there are, there are solutions to that. One of the biggest solutions, if you're, you're, you're in a relationship and it's not where you want it to go, and you've been dealing with this relationship for years or months or, well, at least a year or two, and it's, it's not going and your partner won't, won't listen and won't comment and refuses to discuss the concept of it developing it as something else, going to the next level, whatever that might be, maybe it's time to just exit. Take a break. That's, my, that's what spirit would say to you. Take a break. Back away. Just give it, give it some time. End it or separation. I guess separation is a word that they would use more than ending it. Just separate. We need to separate for a while. We need to go our own way and we need to figure out what we want because this is not what I want. So it's taking care of yourself, right? Relationships are about it's us, but if it's not about us, then you need to take care of yourself. Because in my writing, we talked about relationship stuff a little bit before, but now we're going to get back into it a little bit more. But it's about it's about the couple. It's not about the individual. And if one individual is not on board to developing the relationship and making it stronger and growing the relationship, then maybe it's time to separate to rethink about it, both parties. Do you really want to be together? Why are we together? What am, What are you getting from this? What am I getting from this? This is what I want. This is what I desire. This is what I visualize it being. What do you visualize it? And if you're not on the same page and if you're not headed the same direction, now this is kind of a response to people I've been talking to and I don't have time to get into all of this, the dynamics, but the dynamics are maybe it's time to take a break, separate, figure out what we want, figure out what you want, because I'm not getting what I want. Okay, so let me have my spirit guides talk to you. Then we'll get into a little bit more about relationships if you want to call in and talk about relationships, what's going on with you. So that's the advice that I would give you that spirit would kind of advise me to tell you if you've been in a long-term relationship and it's not headed the direction you want and it, you know, you're, you're pulling and dragging and coercing your partner to some degree or encouraging your partner to go to the direction where you want to go and you can't agree. There's no agreement on where this is going to go. Then it's time to separate, not completely end it. Time to take some time out and figure out what you want and what they want. And when you come back together, maybe there will be this need to maintain the relationship and grow it. Because relationships grow regardless. Okay, let me have my spirit guys talk to you. Maybe that's what they want to talk about. Well, we did touch on that topic a bit. We kind of, we, we emphasize to people that we don't want relationships to end. But if relationships aren't working, if a relationship is not benefiting both individuals, 
if it's not growing, if it's not developing, if there's no new excitement in a relationship, there's no new energies in a relationship, there's no sense of adventure in a relationship, there's no what you would call unconditional love, uh, forgiveness, uh, communication, appreciation in a relationship, all those words that we use all the time, then it maybe is time to separate. And it's time to take a look at the relationship and and both individuals examine it, what they want. And, and if coming back together is not going to lead them to where they want to go. You know, but people get... And our, our comment on that is that people at the beginning of a relationship, the situation, they let the the initial romantic, euphoric chemistry take over. And that lasts for a period of time, and then that will wear off. It's 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 biological, it's natural, it's normal, it's the the preservation of the species energy where two people come together and the sexual drive, the romantic drive, the chemistry drive drives them into a sexual union. But that's part of your evolution. That's where you came from. That's how you got here. That but if you didn't have that chemistry, if you didn't have that euphoric sexual attraction, you wouldn't have a species. So you have it. And it's a strong urge, it's a strong need, it's a strong chemistry. But after you've started to fulfill that that need, you have used that energy up, then you become part of a relationship. Now you have to decide, do we want to continue it? We may have the spark from time to time. That chemistry still might be there to some degree. But now it's partnership. Now it's now it's growth. Now it's a strong. It can be a strong relationship or not. So at that point, you need to decide. Now that might be three to six to nine months into a relationship or coupling, and there's no harm or foul or nothing wrong with at that point bailing out and saying, no, this is not going where I want it to go. I know we had that initial chemistry. I know we had that initial sexual attraction. We know we fulfilled a lot of that. But now it's becoming friends. Now it's a partnership. And do we want to be partners? Do we want to look at life together for the next 5, 10, 20 years and maintain and grow the relationship? Or have we done it? Are we done? Have we fulfilled our needs to be together? Have we, we have we used up that energy, that chemistry, that that connection, that that spark? Have we used it up? It's now it's time to move on. And accepting that and realizing that when two people come together and have great chemistry at first, it doesn't indicate or dictate that they will be together for 10 or 20 years, or even a year, or even two years. Maybe they're in each other's lives for a month, two months, six months. You've experienced it. Now, we're not trying to discourage you from a sexual attraction or sexually being intimate with another person. We're not trying to tell you that. But don't mistake that 
for a long-term relationship or the need to be in a long-term relationship. Never mistake that attraction, that fulfilling of that chemistry, that sexual connection as the bonding unit that has to go forward into a long-term relationship. That's our main point because that will get you frustrated, angry, upset at the other person. So at some point you have to come to that conclusion. This is not going any further. This is limited in its scope and its range as a relationship. We've fulfilled our part in this relationship. We're not going to the next level. It will not go to the next level. And you have to accept that. And and as George was saying, what we would encourage you to at that point where you seem to have hit the wall in your relationship, there's no movement, separate. See what happens. Take time off from each other. Don't see each other. For a period of time see what happens see if the chemistry that goes beyond the sexual chemistry the partnership chemistry pulls you back together with a refreshed and new outlook on where you're going or do you drift apart do you go further and further apart what does one partner or the other seek out some other partner, some other relationship. Maybe they go back to seeking that initial chemistry with somebody else because that's where they live. They live in that that new car smell, as George likes to call it, that sexual chemistry, that the new, the fresh, the exciting. And then when it becomes something that becomes more of a day-to-day partnership working together as us, they can't go there because it's about them. The first few months has been about them to a large degree. So think about it. Next time you're in that situation or if you're in that situation now, look at your relationship. If you hit that wall where it doesn't seem to grow, it doesn't seem to progress, it's time out. It's time to take a break from the relationships to reevaluate the relationship. Because a great relationship as which has been written many times about, is it goes through stages. And you get to get to that long-term stage, that 5 to 10 to 15-year stage with somebody, you really have to become best friends and partners. It has to become unconditional love. It has to be kind of a relationship based on friendship, trust, love, communication, which is a big one, communication, appreciation, Mutual interests, mutual desires, mutual goals and dreams. You have to get there. If you can't get there, then the relationship is not going to go forward. You have to set your sights on where we're going, where we're going to be, what we want to do, what we are as a couple. Now, whether it's that family or it's two individuals who are sharing a life together and having creating great adventures together. Well, you know, you don't have to go crossing the Alps backpacking to have great adventures, but great adventures are just shared interests, things that you do together, things that you love to do. So that's our message for you today about relationships. Now, George mentioned something that he's writing about. Maybe we'll talk about that some other time because it's, we're we're getting into this area of what is sacred scripture? What is the truth? Because there's so many variations of what you call the truth. And 
Well, we won't talk about that right now. We'll talk about it another time if you're interested. We'll get into that a, a little bit more about religion and truth and what's right, what's wrong, and what works and what doesn't work. We'll just leave you with a comment. It's really an individual thing. It's what works for you as a person. It's what guidance works for you, how it helps you in your life to feel good, to prosper, to reach your goals, to manifest what you want. The guidance that you get, does it help you do that? Is it loving? Is it guiding you? Is it forgiving? Is it allowing you to be your own person? Or is it full of rules? Okay, we'll leave you with that. I know George has things to say, but we, we, we chatted a little bit today. Think about relationships. Think about that hitting that wall. Can you get past it? Can you develop that partnership? Is it mutual? Is it about us? Or is it about the individuals, their needs? Because a couple is about us, not the individual. Okay, we'll leave you there. Take care. Bye. Ah. Oh, I have somebody on the line. Okay, so we're talking about relationships, and my spirit guys just went off. off. They just went into a whole dissertation on relationships. Hopefully you got to hear it if you're calling, because that's what they're talking about, is what happens when you get to that point where you've hit the wall and it's not going forward. And they had a simple answer for it. And a very simple answer. Let me take a call. And then we'll get more into this article about how to improve your relationship with left in time. And then we'll continue on with this other days this week. I'm doing it four days a week, half hour a day. And so Friday's my day off or the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, about this time I'm doing the show. And if you're interested in, well, I'll discuss that in a moment. Let me take the call. Hello? I am this is Hello. Hi, can you hear Are you me? There? Yes, I can hear you. Hello? Who am I speaking to? Whom am I speaking I am to? Yvonne. Hi Yvonne, how are you today? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. So what what is your um, real, real real briefly, what is your how can I help you? Let's just put it that way. How can I help you? Okay. I just wanted to see, uh, what do you see regarding my relationship with someone named John? Okay. So what's the problem? Or you wouldn't be asking? Oh, uh, do you see us staying together or do you see it not working out? I'm just... Well, you know, we're not giving predictions here so much, but it's more about what you need to do, and it's more about how than what's going to happen. Of course, you want it to work, right? Why isn't it working? Oh, you just um, don't know. You you just don't know how he feels. Basically, you're confused by him because you know what you want. He's just not giving you what what you want, or he is not telling you what you need to know to move forward. Correct. Am I understanding this? Yes, that, that inter- sounds inter- true. Yes, that's very true. Okay, so have you asked him? No, I didn't ask. I just thought maybe I'll find out some other kind of way. But Okay, well, yeah. he wants the same thing you do, but he's slow about getting there. 
He wants basically the same thing, but he doesn't want to be pushed or prodded or pulled into it. He wants to do it at his own time, which can be frustrating to you. Whatever your goal is, he has a very similar goal in the relationship, but he wants to take it at his time frame. He wants to do it at his own pace, and he'll get there when he gets there. That could be a month. It could be six months, but it's not now because he's not ready to make that commitment that you're looking forward to as a commitment. Okay, so give him time. Okay. Give him time. Don't put pressure on him. Enjoy what you have. Okay. Lower the expectation level is what I hear for you. And he'll come around. If he doesn't feel like he's being moved into a particular direction, he'll come your direction more of what you want. Because you want a full-term, long-term relationship with all the trimmings, right? Yes. Okay, well, he'll get there. Just let him do it on his own pace. You'll get frustrated with him because he's not moving as fast as fast as you like, but he'll get there, okay? It might take some okay. time. Yeah, yeah you got to be patient with him. He, he really, okay. he really, he really is, uh, let's say, confused about the future and whether he can handle the future. Let's say they use the word marriage if he can handle it, if he can deal with it, if he can be responsible for it, okay? So it's going to take him time to get there. Okay. He does trust you. He does trust you, but there's some other things going on here, okay? Get it? Just okay. Be patient. Be patient, okay? Got it? Okay. Be well. Yes. Have fun. Bye. Thank you. But that's very typical of men. And it's women to some degree. I mean, you can't say men are categorically. Men have this problem, but only. But men specifically have concerns about the responsibility of a relationship, of a marriage. Because it's historically the idea that a man is the head of the household kind of stuff. And the man is responsible and, you know, all the provider and all that craziness that people have been told over the years. And so it takes men to a long time, or many cases, a long time to accept that responsibility. So what women can do, and this is what I hear from spirits, it's not my idea, what women, what women can do is take all that off the table. You don't have to be the responsible one. You don't have to be the head of the household. This is a partnership. This is, this is duality. This is us. You don't have to be the one who makes all the decisions. You don't have to worry about all the financial concerns. We're partners. We'll work out this together. Society dictates we work this together. This is not the 1600s or the 1700s where the woman stays home and the man works in the fields 18 hours a day, 16 hours a day. This is a society where both individuals share in the responsibilities of a relationship. If you can come from that place, now some men's egos will get in the way and, well, I have to be this and I have to be that. But no, they're afraid of it. Okay, that's what I get from spirit. So think about that. Okay, let me get into the article. Anybody else wants to talk about their relationship? We can do that. Um, okay, what we were talking about is some of the things that are 101 way, smart ways to improve your relationship right this second. And I went through quite a few of them, like tell him who he looks sexy in the shirt or she looks good. I love that jewelry you're wearing. I love that dress. I love the smell of your perfume. Just complimenting each other, showing appreciation for each other. 
that goes a long way in developing and growing a relationship. Um, we talked about compliment something that he's improved upon or she's improved upon. Tell him he makes you a better person. Don't you love that? Tell him or her, because I'm going to put the her in here too. It's not just the man. Tell him or her they make you a better person, that your partner makes you a better person. They do things. They compliment you. They, 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 they're part of your life. They fill in part of your puzzle of life. They make things easier for you. And how do they make things easier for you? Maybe they do things that you can't do very well. You know, cleaning house, right? Boom, she's done or he's done. Maybe he's fanatical about cleaning and she's not. It it does it's not a gender thing. It's not about male or female particularly. It's who carries on certain roles that roles that the other person and that's why people get together because they complement each other. They 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 work together as a partnership and fulfilling all the needs of the partnership. So why do they make you a better person? Oh, because they can do taxes and you can't. Okay, the simple one, right? I left this next one, 15. I don't know how much time we have left. Anybody wants, else wants to talk to me? I've got about five minutes. I want to expand on this next one because I think it's so important in a relationship. And this is really more of a masculine-feminine dynamic, but it could go either way. If you're feeling anxious about something, ask your partner to be your stress absorber. Now, it can go either way. Ask him or her to listen to, as you explain what you're worried about. The catch is that he doesn't have to say anything, or she doesn't have to say anything. No reassurances or offers of assistance. Now, this is more of a masculine than men thing because we as men love to solve problems. But we can't always solve the problem, but we can listen. Absolutely, we can listen. We can be open. We can pay attention. We can get off our phones and turn off the TV and watch, turn off the game and really, really listen. Okay. He just has to pay attention to what you're saying and offer you a hug or hold your hand or make you laugh. I would add that. I'm, I'm adding stuff in here. As you're talking, imagine your stress dissipating as the words leave your mouth. So it's reassurance. It's just being there, just listening, just giving a hug, holding a hand, making the other person laugh, just knowing that they're, they know that you're there to be a supportive individual, not solving all their problems, not fixing everything, but no, they know that you're there. Okay, so that's the point. So that's important. That's that. That's one of the key things in a relationship is being there for the other person, listening to the other person, paying attention to the other person, and showing them love, showing them comfort, showing them that you are there for them. With the hug, the kiss, the holding hands, just listening. Words aren't necessary. Solving problem solving is not necessary, unless you're asked to do it. If there's something that they want to help you, they want you to help them with to solve a problem. That's cool. Um, next one is the next time she does something that makes you angry, or he. I mean. You know, it goes either way, right? Before you say something about it, stop and ask yourself, yourself, what am I really mad about? Little things can often be masks for deeper issues. If you decide it's a larger issue, hold your tongue 
and bring it up when you're not mad. So you're mad at her or him. What's the trigger? What's the problem? Is it something deeper? Is it just that one little incident, or does it go much deeper than that? So if it goes much deeper, then it's time to take a time out from it. Let it go for the moment. When you're both at a better place, then you can discuss the deeper issue. Now, that causes one or the emphasis here is on you being vulnerable to be open to the problem, to admit the problem, to express the problem, being vulnerable enough to get to whatever your partner is going to say to you about the problem. So you have to be open. You have to be willing to put yourself out there, willing to put yourself on the edge and see what happens. It's important in all relationships. In relationships, being vulnerable at times is very, very, very important. Don't let the ego, don't let the machoism, don't let the masculine or feminine, whatever high horse get in the way. You have to be vulnerable from times. You have to be open. You have to be, you're not being weak. Actually, you're being very strong. It takes a lot of strength, a lot of internal energy and openness to actually be vulnerable in those kind of situations and, and really admit the problem, the deep problem, and work on it. Maybe you need a therapist, whatever. So that's the point. So we've covered a lot of points today. We talked a lot about relationships. Let my spirit guides talk to you about relationships, which is a very cool thing. Thank you for the calls. I will be back tomorrow. We'll discuss more about relationships of some level tomorrow. It's all about relationships. We're going to delve into relationships. If you need some help with relationships, my contact information is there. The price I charge is there. I've got a reduced rate for those who call in, and you can see it on the page. And you can, the best way to reach me is email me or you can phone me. Not so much through the website, but either through here, you can leave a message. But the best way to reach me is email me. And I love you guys. I'll be back. We're going to talk more about relationships tomorrow. We're going to carry on with this subject. And have a beautiful day. Bye now.